0: Welcome to the Open House podcast site available at openhousecommunity.com.au This week we're going to look at a book called Thinking, Loving, Doing with our esteemed reviewer Cara Martin. The authors are John Piper and David Mathis expressing concern in their book about the lack of right thinking in the evangelical church and too much focus on passion and action in glorifying God. So interesting claims. Let's jump right into it. Welcome back to Open House, Kara Martin.
1: Greetings, Lee.
0: Good on you. Great to see you. <laughs> we should probably clarify first in talking about the evangelical church, what do we mean by
1: that? Mm. Evangelical churches are churches that really focus on the Bible as, as the a very important thing. They're Bible-loving churches, basically, so that covers a whole load of denominations that we'd be really familiar with. And mm. different
0: kind of shades as well. Mm. So John and David have collected a series of essays to address numbers of issues. Take us through them.
1: Yeah, um, it's a really interesting book because they've got together some some quite uh, different sorts of people. So we've got Rick Warren, the guy who does the 40 Hours franchise, as I would call it yes. anyway. <laughs> The mega gorilla. (laughs) That's right. And he talks about the battle for the mind as the really important thing and talks about the mind as a stronghold and how Satan really wants to get into your mind. And then you've got Francis Chan, who wrote the book Crazy Love. Yes. Um, yeah, he's a really interesting, probably a new guy on the block. And he talks about humility, which I know you've been talking lots about lately with John Dixon. But lots to uh, be humble about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the need to genuinely love people. And then there's one of my heroes, R.C. Sproul, who talks about the philosophies that Paul came up against in Acts 17 and points out that actually that's very familiar to the philosophies that are around today. So they've got together some some really good thinkers and some interesting people who communicate well and asked them to tackle some different issues. Yeah, hmm.
0: and they've come to an interesting conclusion that the evangelical church is too focused on passion and action.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's, is that a it, bad thing? <laughs> <laughs> well... I think it's a tempting thing, mm. and it's ironic because um, John Wesley used to say we we need more what he called um, orthopathy, right-heartedness, because there was too much focus on the mind and actions, yes. um, possibly in the past. But I guess the thing is that um, the, the our society is so critical of the traditional church, um, but there are two ways that, that the church can be acceptable. One way is this Uh, way of being just passionate about faith and um, exciting and big and glitzy and then the other way is to do the social justice stuff or the hospitals or the aged care you know that's acceptable as well Um, but the actual challenge of um, trying to think right and see your faith as rational well that that's a much harder thing to do I think in and today's society. It's the never-ending
0: mm. balance to keep, uh, never-ending quest to and problem challenge to keep everything in balance.
1: That's right. And we sit we see it in Jesus, though. Like, Jesus was passionate. He was fun-loving. He was compassionate. Um, and he was also into right actions, into healings and things, um, and justice issues as well. Um, but he, all this came out of his wisdom and his teaching. That's, that's the source of where it flowed from. Yeah, mm.
0: This book also includes 14 effects of the fall on our thinking, which is interesting. Let's mm. run through some of these. Take us through some of them.
1: Well, I found this chapter just fascinating. It was by um, R. Albert Moller, and he was saying that often we think about the fall in terms of moral sin, and really it's sort of like heart sin. So, lust and greed and things like that, we can see, oh, yeah, that's the effect of the fall. Um, and, and the we... church
0: has been good at prosecuting that too.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, over the top with it. <laughs> yes. um, and then there's like, uh, I guess, physical sin that affects our doing we, the fact that our bodies get diseased and we get frail and. Even that we die Um, But we don't often think about the effect on our mind Um, And so he pointed out that things like ignorance Or distractedness or forgetfulness Could be part of the fall Um, And then he talks about things like prejudice Or faulty perspective um, Intellectual fatigue Which I suffer from often
0: (laughs) I'm ticking off more, more than I want to here Yes
1: Inconsistencies, failure to draw the right conclusion Stop. Yes. But dogmatism, closed-mindedness, intellectual pride Or using our imagination for vanity things instead of for creative good things yeah. um, Miscommunication and partial knowledge Not going after the whole truth uh, We don't often think of those as the effects of the fall Yeah.
0: Mm. One thing that appeals to me about this book Is that it's one of the few that's not a cheer squad necessarily for the church or for Christian faith. It's, <laughs> it's just being a bit more real and honest. That's right. Not saying it's bad, but just mm. to say, you know, we're not perfect.
1: That's right. And it's, it's critiquing the church and saying, you know, there are areas where we can do better. There's mm.
0: also mention of uh, encountering Islam mm-hmm. with the mind of Christ, mm. which would be quite a refreshing kind of... Um, Contest, wouldn't it?
1: That's right. I was interested um, earlier. We heard Simon Smart talk about 9/11 as such a pivotal point yes. in terms of a conversation about religion. And uh, yeah, that th- uh, this book is actually saying. So often we react to Islam um, in sort of a heart way with fear or anxiety about terrorism, and we focus on stereotypes. Um, but it's this book suggests that what we actually need to do is be brave enough to go. Into the places where Muslims are, and talk to them about our faith in a rational, realistic way yeah
0: mm. and i'm sure we'd be surprised at uh, the fact that we'd probably get a decent hearing yeah in many in many mm. parts, um, so after reading the book, what should the church be aiming for? a great wise one <laughs> <laughs> now the now the know of everything <laughs> car about
1: having read the book yes. Um, yes, well, they say, well, John Piper finishes with a stirring essay about sort of not being naive about the effect of the fall on our mind and so on, as we've already said, and the need for this, this right balance. Um, And if we get that, then we'll become more like Jesus. And if we see Jesus, we just know that with that balance, he was able to attract, inspire and transform the world. Totally. Mm.
0: Great way to end. The book is uh, Thinking, Loving, Doing by uh, John Piper and uh, David Mathis, collection of essays. Cara Martin, as always, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Great to see you. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.